This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. No, you talk first. No, no, you talk first. <laughs> you, you, it's, it's going to be you. To you welcome always you. talk first. But that's, it's a little mansplaining. I think, oh. for me to talk first all the time. It is. You don't need that. Oh, God. We're, it's Where an equal partnership even, here. Where did we leave off? Where we left like off was... Chad was le- Chad seems like so long ago. Well, he's actually in this episode for a few minutes. Yes. Though I don't even really... There's no need to even really talk about it. Just he continues his meltdown and goes, oh, the previews made it look like he was going to come back mm-hmm. and kill everybody and wear their faces. Again... I called it. You called it completely. I said, this is exactly what they did last time. They make it seem like Chad is going to come back and go on some sort of a rampage. Right. Like he leaves in a van. Yeah. Well, the beauty of that prediction is that we have it on recording. Yes. That's why it's great to get these things Hashtag recorded. Proof. Um, Hashtag yeah, told leaves. you so. I mean, he's pissed. Yeah. But he was pissed when we last left. He does say, what am I going to do after this? Which my answer is luxury real estate in Tulsa. Well, and I feel like he was a little, he was, uh, he was feeling his oats. Sure. He was hot dogging. Oh, he was hot dogging big time. Coming from a major hot dogger, Ryan. Uh, I know a thing eating, or two about hot dogs. Well, he's, he's brought props with him or more likely been supplied props. <laughs> he's eating meat. He's saying, you know, alcohol is a big part of the problem. And alcohol, drinking alcohol fucked me. And then he pours like an endless glass right, of rum. Right, right. Well, and again, that's what I, I feel like the producers are putting a particularly heavy hand on Which this. I feel like fine. Sure. If that's what they need to do. I personally think it would be more interesting and I would feel better about the show if they actually, like, let him stay on and saw how he developed as a real person, you know? Well, I mean, I the like heavy... they invited him on the show to be a dancing monkey. Right. And he did his little thing. And right. Then... No, I mean, they're the real monsters here, like, uh, poking the Chad bear for our amusement well, and sending and him away. and I just want to say, too, like, I think that it's kind of bullshit that Lace like hooked up with him all night and then it's just like sitting with all the other people in the like when they meet with Chris Harrison like get him out of here I can't right. even look at him like really because you looked at him last night you didn't have a problem looking at his penis last night he, he was pretty mean but um well he was I mean I wouldn't call it mean he was disrespectful <laughs> for sure but she was eating it up up to a certain point. That's true. She was Until egging she him on. she realized that it might not be, like, socially appropriate to be aligned with him. And then she she flip-flopped. She's a flip-flopper. She's John Kerry, basically. <laughs> to get a timely political reference in. Yep. She's John Kerry. 2004. Anyway, I mean, we're moving on. Yeah, let's... Lace has moved on. Oh, she moves Grant. on to Grant almost yeah. immediately. Which, again, Grant, what are you doing, buddy? You know, you he said... He has a weird accent. <laughs> 
That's the he issue. Talks strangely. Yeah. A bunch of them do. One of the twins was sounding Canadian. But the other one, well, she is was the one that was interested in you no know, Daniel's no. interested in Sarah. Yeah. I'm getting know. them we'll all get confused. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyways, folks, uh, here we the are. The girls outnumber the guys after Chad leaves, so they did buy a little, and now they do buy a lot. Right. So the girls basically are scrambling. Right. And you actually do have a fair number that aren't partnered up at this right. point. Um, I feel like in the past season or so, you've had we've had more like obvious couples from the get go. But yeah, they're you know one or two but for the most part I feel like there's a lot of as Carly puts it wild cards right a lot of wild cards and a lot of people who are both going for the same person Mm -hmm. so that adds a lot of interesting dynamic as we'll talk about today Um, yeah so where do we want to start Uh, so Leah shows up yeah Leah who I do not recall she says that we will remember her from Ben's season you will remember so when she shows up she says that she hopes the girls are happy to see her, and Emily says, it's the lion bitch. <laughs> well, <laughs> Which, so you'll remember this. Okay. Um, on Ben's season, she, I mean, she did just flat out lie. She lied to Ben and said that a lot of the girls in the house okay. really didn't trust Lauren, who ended up winning. Right. And who was like a front runner. Right. So she basically just, in a really shady way, totally tried to take Lauren down. Yeah, kind of like a James Taylor move. But, e- but even but worse. Scummier. Blatantly. Yeah, Not like, just like about... A, like a blatant lie. Yeah. Because you could see, I mean, certainly there were probably people in the house that thought that Jordan acted entitled. In that poker game. <laughs> when James Taylor wasn't following the right. rules. But no, I feel like when Leah said that about Lauren, it just seemed, it seemed totally out of left field. Okay. Um, <clears throat> she also says that she and Lace are friends. Lace, on the other hand, says, this is awkward. We don't really like each other. So it, going into it, it already seems like the girls that know Leah are not fans Right, of Leah. right. And I'll say that was very timely on the show's part because it was just that study that came out that 50% of your friends don't like you. And I feel like this was um, I feel like that's proof. generous. Yeah, well, it's 38. I'm pretty it, sure that, like, 75% of our friends don't like us. 38 to 50% of your friends like you, according to this data. 38% sounds right. Yeah, that's that's generous, even as it that's is. That's generous. So LACE is, is proving this study correct. This is empirical proof of this study. But anyways, so we get right into it. Leia gets a day card. And you know, they're Le- pl- is it, it's Leah. Leah? Okay. Leah. Princess, Leah. Princess Leah. Leah. Yeah. Uh, she wants to take Chad. She yes. does. Which, Quote, extremely disappointed that Chad is gone. They both like protein. Well, and again, this felt like a setup because she was like, does anyone know where Chad is? Where's Chad? Like, it yeah. just seems like... how did like, she even know that Chad was there? That's a good point. You know? Yes. She, they're not supposed Chad to know who's there, there right? No. no, it felt like, again, you would write that line. You would write that moment. So, yeah, she um, goes on a date with Nick, Nick. instead. Yeah. She asks Nick, um, the twins are making fun of how much lip injections she's had. Amanda is mad that she's asked Nick because she feels like Nick is the only person that she's been interested in. Oh, yeah, that's going to change, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum. Do, do, do. 
It's a real setup for later. <laughs> All I have at this moment in the show is the twins are eating bananas. Yes, I have that too. Sexy oh, banana eating. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I just have that they're eating bananas, but you have that it's sexy banana eating. Well, it's clearly played up as a sex, because then the Vinny What's and it played up as, right? the, other, the other guy who are sending they're like, I'm not going to get that in my head all day long. Neither are you. Like, it's clearly, you it's played up it as, all day. yep, it's you all I've been thinking about, day. those bananas, the twins eating, and well, and later they, in the next episode, you they're, you some banana pics? Can, yeah, oh yeah, I'm looking, uh, give me just a minute, folks, <laughs> I need some time to myself. They find like a weird shaped banana, and they're very uh, thrown by it. Twins. So, <laughs> all right. Okay. Anyways, you you brought the bananas up. Mm-hmm. I, I just go back to the tape, folks. It was clearly played up as a, a sexy situation. Lace is lamenting the fact that she has screwed herself up by hooking up with Chad. She thinks she messed up her chances with Grant. Uh, yeah, you did. It's true. Except that she didn't because right. Grant immediately forgives her and beds her. <laughs> he does bed her. Yes, they throw the uh, let's throw a blanket over the camera, but that doesn't last long. <gasps> the blanket fell off. Oh no, what if they show this on TV? What would happen? <laughs> they I have to say that was a little like the again we subtitle it so there was a lot of lace moaning subtitles. Again, Ugh. I feel like this yeah, was especially for like, uh, I mean, this is on at like seven o'clock at night. I feel you like know? the um, not to be a prude, but I'm clutching I my mean, pearls a little bit Lace here. Lace and Grant, whatever. I do not need to hear that much moaning from Josh and Amanda. I feel like they've gone overboard. We'll, well get those to that. two, yeah, are we'll just you. That. You later say that that grosses you out. It does gross uh, me out. Yeah, but it was it was a lot of of moaning. A lot of a lot of noise show. Um, Nick and Leah go to a margarita festival. Yes, That's Margaritaville. Fun. Jimmy Buffett's there. No, she says that she's attracted to quote that lumberjack. I have that in my notes as well. Which I would say is way more what I would qualify Chad's look as. Right? Is Nick? I mean, I think of him as like urban Chicago hipster. Yeah, agreed. I, I think we might have gone to graduate school with Nick. With so several Nicks. Cool well, and I mean, we went to graduate school with eight people that looked like that. So how could we tell them apart? But um, yeah, she seemed to imply that he had kind of a lumber sexual look, lumber which I don't. Sexual? Yeah, it's a term. Look it up. No, it? I didn't. I wish no, I did. Stop. If I coined that, I would be Lumber a millionaire. Sexual? I would be a millionaire right now. I'm no, going to Google it. Google it. I'm Googling it. Lumber sexual. Google, Lumber Google it, folks. Sexual. You don't need to. It's one word. A lumber sexual or urban lumberjack is a man who has adopted style traits of the typical urban traditional lumberjack. lumberjack. A beard, plaid shirt, and scruffy hair. It's described as, quote, perhaps an attempt to reclaim masculinity. <laughs> Um, you're a lumber sexual. See, I don't think that I'm masculine enough, though. Like, well, that's, that's true. I mean, and I don't even think I'm making a good attempt to reclaim masculinity. See, that seems to be the lumber sexual thing is a little, like you said, it, more of a Chad or more of a, I guess not an Evan, but, you know, a little bit more of a manly look. Nick is a little pretty to be a lumber sexual. Like I said, he's Matthew Morrison from Glee, which is fine. He's good looking and I enjoy I enjoy him on the show. I think he's too pretty. I think he's just more hipster than lumber. Not rugged. Yeah. 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 He's, I love, I think Nick of all the guys is who I would 
trying yeah. to date. Oh, I, th- I think he's not Evan. <laughs> we'll get to Evan. We'll get to Evan. Evan, oh, we're coming we'll for you, my friend. All right, all right. Let's get back on track. Nick and Leah go on the date. They make out. He eats um, a grasshopper. Amanda is upset. She's also Skyping with her daughter, who's asking, where are right. you? Good oh, question. honey, mommy had to go on this Mexican dating show. Because she thinks that it's a good opportunity to find lifelong love. I'm going to bring home your dad, kid. It could be one of two men. Mr. Josh. Or Mr. Nick. We'll see. Um, That's gross. Like, I feel like I... I, Here's my problem. At least if you're going to do that, just be like, listen, momming is tough. Like, I don't always like to be a mom, and I have a chance to go to Mexico for a few weeks, so fuck you, kid. (laughs) I'm leaving. Like... Don't act like the whole thing is a ploy to find your kid's new dad. Because it's not. It's just not. You're going to be eating those words like Josh was eating Amanda's tongue. I will buy that even though it's total bullshit. But I'll buy it at least in, in so many words when they go on The Bachelor. Like, okay, fine. It's actually right. geared towards the quote-unquote idea of finding a single partner. But like... This this whole thing is just one giant vacation orgy cesspool of grossness. So don't try to sell it to your four-year-old like you're trying to find her dad. I don't like it. It feels disingenuous. Well, with that, too, the thing that I liked about Bachelor Pad was that there was a financial yeah, price. Yeah, exactly. And like, so you like, could, right, you could be yes. like, I'm here for the money and, and not be lying. Is a lot of money. Yeah, and not be yep. lying about it. No, I agree. Yeah. No. Um, okay, I guess. You worked up. You worked up. Nick no. gets the next date card. Yeah. So Amanda, okay, Nick and Leah come home from their date. Leah's feeling good about it. Obviously, we know through editing that Nick is not feeling that great. Uh, Nick gets the next date card. Leah thinks that she's a shoe-in. He instead asks Amanda because she is someone that he has wanted to get to know since he got here. Right. Well, and the date card says there's no rules in paradise, which you can tell the producers are just trying to screw with everybody. I mean, this is the ants in the jar Mm -hmm. thing all over again, which, I mean, well played. Well played, producers. I mean, clearly, if you want to create drama, you have done it. Sarah and Vinny are connecting. Um, Carly and Evan are connecting, although she says, (laughs) I want a man to be a man. She's interested in seeing his, quote, aggressive, super masculine side. Right. Will that come out? Uh, no, no. Spoiler alert. I feel like that would be like if I said that I was interested in seeing your aggressive side. Super masculine side. Well, I mean, and she wonders. I feel like you're masculine, but like aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you call Comcast. That's true. Those Comcast people have it coming. <laughs> Fuck you, Comcast. That's right. That's all you have yeah, to do to get it out poor, of me. Like forty-five-year-old Indian woman who's on the phone with you. It's a good thing that you really. She's got it coming. She yeah. deserved it. Yeah. Listen, uh, Comcast. <laughs> anyway, they listen, Comcast, for bringing me this show. She also <laughs> wonders what it would be like getting back to our program, not the 45-year-old woman, but Carly. Wonders, would it be weird kissing Evan? And answer, the answer is? Yes. Um, I don't think weird is the right term. I think it's horrible. It's Unpleasant. So Evan says... Quote, it was butterflies and explosions. And Evan says that 
12 times yeah, over the course of these two episodes. Yeah. They show him lying in his bed, like stroking his own chest. And they insert a dream sequence, like in there, which again, it shows the playfulness of this show. And then, because then they flash to Carly just saying, it was so terrible. I have to say, and this came up throughout, and I wanted to mention this at some point. Here's a good point. The editing in this show this season has been, you know, on point. Well, sure. Like the whole like the one person says this, the other person says exactly the opposite. They've done uh, they've done a very nice job of that. Yeah, um, and they're obviously doing it a little more tongue in cheek. Right. Um, they show. I have here that they're showing fornicating crabs yes. accompanied with moaning. That's the lace That's thing. Lace we already right? covered that, okay. but yeah, they do. They are getting a lot of mileage out of these crabs this semester yeah. or this, this, this season, semester. this semester <laughs> you know, on The Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, um, professors in paradise. Nah, it's a sexy yeah. time. Copyrighted, professors in paradise. There's your show, folks. Adjuncts mixing with tenured tracks. Ooh, can you imagine the drama? No, Delicious. I can't. The elbow patches are coming off in paradise. <laughs> Vinny and Sarah are kissing, but then Vinny and Izzy are kissing. So we just kind of go into the end of the. It's moving towards the rose ceremony. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leah is. Says that Amanda is quote a mom. Yes, and at yeah, first, gets a I dig. She was just gonna like li- leave it there, like that says on right to know. Just which is she's kind a of mom. True. Oh, um, as a mom, I uh, I'm okay with that. Um, but then she says that she's dependent and needy, and that Amanda lacks the confidence that Leah has. Um, Leah is obviously one of the least confident women on the show. Sure. Well, she goes in and tries to, like, psych Amanda out before their date right. and has this great Freudian slip where Amanda asks her, like, are you okay? And uh, Leah's, Leah's like, I'm not sad. Like, that's not what you asked. <laughs> um, I have that she looks like the Joker with her lipstick. Yes. But then she says that Daniel is her plan B, that she, right. you know, is... Aware that maybe she's not getting the rose from Nick because he flat out tells her you're not getting the rose. Right, which from honestly me. I appreciate. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, he was honest. Um, Daniel's plan B. She tells him that she has layers first, like an onion, and then Daniel suggests that maybe it's more like an orange. It's a long layer conversation, mm-hmm. and then Daniel tells her that I saw you in your swimsuit today, and I was like, "Damn, Damn girl." Mm-hmm. So. It's a good compliment. Damn, Daniel. We can just do it ourselves. We don't need to insert all the <laughs> clips anymore. I said we were a goddamn piazza. That's my Hanks. Was it good? I said we were a goddamn piazza. Your inflection was wrong. Was wrong. Okay. Um, Daniel has a rose, so he's got, like, I mean, Carly's kind of sucking up to him. Just, well, although, no, Carly's not, because she has Evan this week. Right. Wrong. She's but, uh, stuck with Evan. Who, Joe, Jubilee, I think, was talking to Yeah, him. oh, yeah. He was, like, did, like, a speed dating thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get to the rose ceremony. And I will have to acknowledge that he um, is doing the eagle comments again. A couple of times. Yeah, multiple times. Yeah, yes. Jared gives the rose to Emily, twin, not Jubes. We have to say adios to Jubes. Yeah, Jubes. poor Jubes. We both agreed. I think Jubilee made a great showing in Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. I liked her. Yeah, good work, I'm Jubes. sad that she's not going to stick around a little longer. I say most improved. 
Um, for Jupes. And I think I agree with her. She says she's disappointed in Jared for choosing quote identical twins who he can't even tell apart. And I agree with her. Yeah. I think that Jared is one of those guys that's like tries to show that he's maybe a little deeper and um, that he's like funny and a little more sensitive. But then when it comes down to it, it's like oh. Blonde twins with big boobs? Yeah. Me like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When his eyes like come out of his head. Yeah. yeah, like... Oh, wah, wah, wee, wah. Of course. Yeah. Fuck you. you. Of course you wouldn't choose, like, the funny, you know, war veteran. Right. I mean, I don't know. I'm just disappointed in him. I, I concur. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. That's right. Yeah. Um, um, Leah also gets cut, not surprisingly. Yeah, Leah was Leah, there for like a day. She was not meant for paradise. No. She says she feels like a fool. I think that's accurate. <laughs> it's well put. So Jubilee and Leah leave. Is Does somebody else leave? A third person leaves. Yes. Who leaves? We're going to have to edit this out. No, we don't. They They barely mattered. That's. No, I think that that's all it is. Okay, I thought three people left. I don't know. Okay, anyways. Moving forward, we get to the next day. Um, Josh is here. Yes. Everyone is, like, swooning over him, and I do remember thinking that he was pretty attractive on Andy's actual okay. season. I'm getting, like, a Matt Dillon, there's yeah. something about Mary vibe. Yeah, that's a good, a good analogy. I thought that yes. he seemed so Super, super sleazy. Real passion is my hobby. Really? What's that? I work with retards. Isn't that a little politically, um, incorrect? No. How with that? No one's gonna tell me who I can and can't work with, right? Yeah, they make his teeth ding when he comes in. He's also got a story about how his dog just got out of cancer rehab. Mm. To play up, which sounds made up to me. <laughs> Josh, tweet a picture of your dog, and I will believe you. But, um, yeah, I, I don't buy it. Um, Nick thinks that Josh is just tr- interested in Amanda because he asks around and hears that Nick was interested in Amanda. So Nick and Josh obviously have a little bit of history. Right. And the book that everyone keeps referencing is that tell-all that Andy wrote about Josh, which Ryan was asking about. And I, told I have him, not read this volume yet. Again, not yeah. having read it, what from what I have heard via several tabloid sites, is that basically Andy claims that Josh got really mad when she confessed that she had slept with Nick in the fantasy suites on the show. That maybe which she, what do you think is going to happen? Well, right, Josh. Buddy, it's a fantasy yeah, suites. you stupid idiot. Um, and that he was he would get like really angry with her and potentially even like aggressive. Um, Daniel thinks that that's right and that he's being a an actor. Daniel, uh, but. Uh, Josh tells us that only God knows the truth. Yeah, God knows the truth. He calls the book fiction. Yes, can't comment Uh, on fictional accounts. Well, Nick, on the other hand, says, I know that what she wrote about me was at least partially true, so I'm assuming that it's the same with him. Fair enough. Nick is is a fair-minded gentleman. Um, Are you going to assign this book in any of your classes this semester, do you maybe. think? Maybe. Yeah, Andy's telling When Diana and I finally teach that reality That reality TV, TV. You, you're listening, Diana. Who, everybody's going to take this class. <laughs> um, Josh says, which I just liked this as, 
commentary on the Bachelor franchise. He's talking about his and Andy's relationship and says, unfortunately, after the show, things were different. Right. Like, yep. We had different values. We had different people. We commented on that like before. It's almost like it was a bad idea to get engaged. Right. It's almost like this show doesn't lead to love and that the situation is not conducive to finding a happily ever after. But anyways. Josh and Amanda go out. Right. You get a scene of Nick walking very sadly on the surf. Carly and Evan go on a date that might be the worst date in Bachelor in Paradise yeah. history. Now, so so here's the thing is I disagree somewhat. For a, for a reason, which is, I don't even know if you know this, but a bucket list item of mine is to break a Guinness world record. Oh, good. And, um, you know, so you get to do that, if nothing else. I mean, so Carly is now apparently that's so in lame. the Guinness Book of World Records. Baby, that's super lame. Oh, it's a great, it's a great goal. No, yeah. stupid. I'll tell you something. People who have Guinness World Records refer to those of us who don't as Guinnessless. As though we are somehow lesser than. than You're Guinnessless. Yes, I am Guinnessless. Indeed. Anyways. Okay. I'm anyways. Not, I won't be a part of that. You won't do. We could do a hot pepper kiss for one minute and 42 seconds <laughs> and break their miserable. record. It looks terrible. They have to eat this super hot pepper. Like, Evan's lips are bleeding. Right. And I mean, we all knew Evan. I thought his head was going to explode so or they something. Have a, so, they, okay. Well, I mean, let's back up. They go on uh-huh. a date. Carly really doesn't even want to go on, like, a basic date. She repeatedly says that she's not excited. That Evan gives her erectile dysfunction, yes. which is funny. That's she a good says, line, Carly. I hate everything that's happening here right yes. now. So they walk in. I think they think that they're just going to have like dinner at a yeah. hotel. They walk in. The lights are down, and then the lights flash on, and they have a huge audience. And yeah, they're told that they have to do a quote habanero kiss. Uh, they have to eat a super hot habanero pepper and then kiss each other for a minute and 30 seconds. Right. And they're, miserable. I mean, their I lips mean, are just like pressed up. The definition yeah. of kiss is simply like, that their lips are, are touching one another. Crying. Yeah. When they finally pull apart, Evan has all this like spittle oh, yeah. from his bleeding, cracked lips. Yeah. They do break the record, they do get a plaque. Carly throws up. Yes. And is very clear about the fact that it's not just the pepper that made her throw up. Yes. Yeah. And I think um, she also... So I think that this is it's kind of an interesting thing that they show with Carly and Evan in that I think she really does think he's a nice guy. Right. And that maybe on that first night she thought, eh, like, maybe this yeah. could be something fun, you know? Oh, this could be called the Ryan Weber story, right? Uh, it's hard uh, not to make the comparison. Yes. I told you that I wouldn't say this on the podcast. Is it okay if I say of it? Of course, yeah. I mean, our first kiss was pretty terrible. But there was no hot... Well, I guess their first kiss did not involve a hot pepper no, either. but he's yeah. just like... I don't know. Yeah. But she said that there was no chemistry. Right. Like, I feel like I at least liked you still. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I liked you enough to marry you. Yeah. And here we are, folks. They, this podcast this is, is keeping us together. This is obviously a case of, like, him... He has he likes her and she is disgusted right. by him. Right, but I also think case. 
he doesn't need to like her this much. I mean, I don't even... If you asked him... Evan is a romantic. But if you asked him, like, what do you and actually... he also seems incredibly desperate. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say, if you asked him, what do you like so much about Carly, I feel like he his answers would be very shallow. She's like, a woman. She's a woman that talks to me. <laughs> yeah. That's um, what I like. So... Can we move forward? Because Let's do. Amanda and Nick come home from their, or Amanda and Josh come home from their date and are just like make out city. And I think that's all. Two. Well, and later population six with the sexy oh. six. Oh, oh gross! With a spoon. Gross. Um, um, they're just like making out super in front of Nick. In fact, I don't think they do anything else the entire episode. Can I just say note to Bachelor production, I do not need to hear the sound of tongue that much. I don't like it on I don't like it if our child makes a tongue noise. I don't want to hear that. Like no thank you. Right. I I will not take it. Yeah. (laughs) Class it up, Bachelor in Paradise. And I also think like so again we were saying during this episode um, is it? It might just be editing, but it's my impression that Amanda just came home from this date with Josh and was like, "Fuck you, Nick! I'm never gonna look your way or talk right. to you again." Like, what a bitch! It's my impression that she never speaks to anyone because Ever her again. tongue is down. She will yeah. never talk again. Yeah, because again, she's making out with him. That could be editing, and if it's true, Amanda, I apologize. But if you came home from that date and just didn't speak to Nick, I think that's a cold-hearted Ooh. snake move. Ooh. Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul, right here. Boom. He's a cold hearted snake. Look into his eyes. Oh, he's been telling lies. Alright, we're in the new episode. Daniel is counting his six pack, although he only counts to five. He has a lot of trouble counting. I mean, Josh and Amanda are making out. Um, Daniel gave Sarah the rose, which I thought was really yeah. sweet. And he he said a sweet He's, thing. Yeah, he was like, they say yeah. that's for last. Like, in all his Canadian weirdness, he actually does seem to really like her, which I think right. is, the, is very unexpected. Because he, when they first got there, was making a big deal about how, like, only the, He's tw- the, eagle. Only the twins are good enough for me. Right. That's not Canadian, but... Um, but then, so I think... I definitely don't see Sarah as, like, lesser than, but I could see someone, you know, being a little freaked out by her arm. Sure. Just not going after her, and I think it's really... Yeah. I think it's great that Daniel genuinely seems to like her. It appears to be that way. Yeah. Good for him. And Sarah, lo and behold... Plays a cold move and switches Daniel out for Christian. Yeah. Our number one tweet fan. Christian like us. Like that tweet. Christian. At wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, they go on a um, rappelling and ziplining date. Yes. Um, Daniel wants to make Evan open. Yes, he could be, Evan could be less Evan-ish. A little clueless moment. Yes, which I wanted to see, actually. I was really hoping that that was going to happen. Like a montage, like on Clueless. Yeah. Let's do a makeover. (gasps) No. No. Oh, come on, let us. Cher's main thrill in life is a makeover, okay? It gives her a sense of control in a world full of chaos. Please... Sure. <laughs> Why not? Shit, you guys. I've never had straight friends before. That that would happen. That he, because he, and he had some good, he had great advice, too. He was like, fix his hair, 
fix that whatever facial hair thing he's got going on. Mm -hmm. I concur. I think both of those things would Give be... Give him a better vocabulary. Yes. Teach him how to say sporadically. You don't get it. It's a clueless joke. I am. Paul Rudd. I know. Oh, I understand. Um, Evan, I don't know, Carly says that he's not concentrating on a lady boner. She thinks that he has no clue that she's feeling the way that she is, which I think is very true. Right. She just wants to be his friend. He's again, and they describe, you know, Evan describes this habanero situation as the perfect kiss. And Carly describes it as oh, terrible. And let me say, too, I am not an Evan apologist. Legitimately, no, I yeah. don't like him. But I did. I felt sorry you for felt him. felt bad for him. Well, yeah. the, the guy deserves someone to love him, I suppose. Sure. And then does. he even comes to that realization at the end of the episode as well. After some self-affirming yeah. notes. Good for him. Himself. Yeah, date cards. She quote-unquote breaks up with him, although she notes the absurdity of it. It is absurd. Like, they sure. went on one date. Right. It's, it's not a breakup. It shouldn't be a couple. Right. Um, I said in my notes, I feel like he's just going to collapse and have a nosebleed. He didn't have a nosebleed. He sniffled a lot. Sure, yeah. He was sniffling the blood back in. And he said, I haven't felt like I do about Carly in a long time, which, again... Have you so you just haven't been on a date in a long time? I mean, that's what it comes down to. I, yeah, I yeah. don't think he's been on a date in a long time. Or I mean, did he not feel that way about JoJo? I mean, I just feel like he's whatever he's feeling for Carly has got to be pretty shallow. Um, you know, uh, Brandon comes. Some in. other guy. I don't know who Even he Chris is. Chris Harrison is like, oh, "Were you on the show? Nice to meet you. Play it cool, Chris Harrison." Yeah. You know, you know Brandon. Come on, everybody knows Brandon. Brandon was on Desiree's season. Um, he's kind of going back and forth. It looks like he's either going to pick Haley, uh, the twin, or Carly, who is interested in him. Um, he was on the season with her brother. Her yes. brother was on Desiree's season. Uh, yeah, I hadn't realized that until she brought yeah. it up. They're the real Bachelor family. Yes, they are. We need to groom our children for that. <laughs> Um, he picks Haley, not surprisingly. Poor Carly says that maybe she's just meant to be single, which reminded me, uh, recently we were cleaning out some things in my parents' home that I had left behind, like from high school and college, and we found a book about relationships that someone had given to me that was inscribed by the author that said, Ryan, some people, there are no broken hearts, just people chosen by God to be alone forever. That might be Evan. Which, it may be so. Which, thanks, author. Thanks for the inspiring yeah. words. Aw, you weren't meant for it, though. That was not God's plan for me. No. No. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Daniel again calls himself an eagle. Yes. Like oh, all the time. He just needs to have it, like, tattooed on his face. I wish that people just called him that. The eagle on and the show. He has set up a little tent for Sarah, trying to woo her yeah. back. With, um, like, some chocolate strawberries, because, yeah, because Sarah has gone out with Christian. We mm -hmm. already covered that. And Sarah says, damn, Daniel, I don't know what it is about you. I feel like Daniel is, he is coming off very sympathetically in this show. He is. I will say, though, Sarah says, who do I give the rose to? The guy who is a match made in heaven, Christian, 
or the guy that uh, seems like he could be interesting and pique my interest. Well, given those two choices, of course. Yeah, but she seems like she's laughing more with Daniel. Right. I mean, it's my prediction that she does end up choosing Christian. Right. I just thought that was a funny way to phrase the dilemma. Should I give the rose to the perfect guy for me or a goofball? (laughs) But it's that he seems like the match made in heaven, whereas Daniel is, like, quirky and weird, but he makes her laugh. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've, yeah. I've played that card before. Oh, have you? Once once or twice. One, yeah. Maybe once. One, one time. <laughs> once or once. Yep. Um, the sexy six are like making Duh. out together. So what? Who are the sexy like, six? Ugh. It's uh, Amanda and, and Josh, Lace and Grant, and Vinny and, and Izzy. And Izzy. Yeah. They're all making out together on a giant like lounge couch. Um... All right, do you want to describe the Evan situation that we're left with? I guess I'm baffled by it. So Evan, having been dumped, I suppose is the word you want to use, by Carly, has decided to, quote, pursue every freaking option because there are no rules in paradise. And so decides for some reason... It's because they're both parents. Right, okay. He's like, Amanda's a mom, I'm a dad. Right. What a, I mean, okay, Evan, if that's your thought process, but decides to go after Amanda, who is literally making out with Josh and has been making out with Josh for hours. <laughs> I mean, maybe he just figures that she'll be dehydrated just and need to come up for air. I mean, I don't it's know. It's not true, though. Right. She she doesn't. She's got stamina still. But So he decides to go after her. He write, He First, he writes a note that says, put your heart on blast. Then he decides not to write that when he writes and said, you deserve That's love. That's a quote from The Bachelor, yeah. right? My yeah. Heart is on blast. My Heart is on Blast. One of our episodes was titled that. Fans with encyclopedic knowledge of the show will remember that. <laughs> um, people who are obsessives over our show. Um, yeah, so Evan like sets up a little date for Amanda. And he does something that I actually think on another occasion would be clever, which is that he creates his own date card, which I think... In this situation, is a bad idea, but someone on this show, I think, could pull off as a move. Evan is not going to pull this off at all, but someone could could pull that move off. Um, and so we get probably the least suspenseful cliffhanger in history when Evan's approaching Amanda with the day card, literally as she's, like, mounting, you know, mounting yeah. Josh. I mean, yeah, that's terrible. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's. if you think this is going to work, Evan, you're a fool. You you do deserve love. Um, she's probably back in Dallas or wherever it is you do push-ups on a bench mm-hmm. in the park. But, um, yeah, so that's where we leave it, and so that's where we'll leave you, fans. And you'll notice we did uh, one episode for two shows. We find this episode schedule exhausting. So I call probably, it breakneck. It is breakneck. We're, we're worn out. Whew. <laughs> Um, Luckily, we don't care that much about our actual teaching jobs. Or our children. Yeah. So we are dedicated to you, folks. So we'll be back probably next Tuesday. Um, Hey, people that listen to this on iTunes, get on there and give us a good review. Right. Rate us. We've, we're, Rate us we're giving you <laughs> We're giving you free entertainment. The least you could do is reward us with a system of stars. Adios. Adios. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.